in today and uh, they can listen in later. Um, hello everyone, uh, this is Madhumita. I'm a product lead at Startree. Um, it's a, a Bay Area company, an early stage startup in real-time analytics. Um, and uh, today I have uh, Nick with me. Yeah, he's a senior product manager at Google. And uh, we will be talking about tips and frameworks to land in a product role. Nick and I have shared some time. I, I think our common uh, ground was PayPal. Um, and I'm very excited to talk to him and uh, find uh, his journey. Before um, I get started, some of the logistics I would like to share. If any of you have question or uh, your perspectives to share, uh, do raise your hand and I'll invite you to the stage and uh, you can unmute uh, yourself and ask questions. I do have a set of questions um, which I would um, like to go through. However, uh, I'll pause in between or there is any pressing question that you can hold, then definitely raise your hand and I'll invite you to the stage and we can get started. With that, welcome everyone. And I hope you make the session uh, super interactive and engaging. So with that, I'll open up the floor for Nick. Nick, uh, can you introduce yourself and uh, tell us about your career journey, some of the tips that helped you with your career success, and uh, what do you do when you are not working? Okay, sure. Uh, first, thanks uh, Madhumita for inviting me to be here. Really pleasure to be here. And, uh, and, so, and also, hello everyone. I'm Nicholas. I'm currently work at Google as the uh, PM for their uh, query engine. And uh, let's start from a little bit more about myself. So long story in short, I have a mixed background of uh, being engineer, being data scientist, and also now PM. And uh, I have, starting my education, I have math degree in college. And later decide, you know, if you are familiar with math, you know, it's hard to, you know, <laughs> make your living through math. So that's the reason why I switched to uh, study CS uh, in my graduate degree. And uh, it's a very straightforward path. I, after graduation, I become the semiconductor engineer in Taiwan. And the later decide, okay, I really want to work on more software side of the world, not the hardware side. So I switched to Taiwan Yahoo as a software engineer. And back at the time, that's the really the moment, uh, my aha moment to start my start the inspiration of being a PM because I work with my PM really a lot. I also learned a lot from him. So I start to think, okay, whether maybe I should, I should maybe I want to try something slightly different. And that's the moment I, you know, make a decision, come to US, uh, start to study my uh, business degree. And uh, luckily during summer internship and after graduation, I got an offer from Facebook as a data scientist. Stay a couple of years, think that, okay, it's about time I have enough knowledge and also experience. I really want to try out the product manager role. So I switched to Visa as the data platform PM and later PayPal as the machine learning PM and finally land here. So this is the career path I had. I believe lots of people have similar experience, you know, starting from more hard skill engineering side and end up with landing on the PM side. And, uh, you know, uh, any tips and uh, uh, takeaways coming from this career path is that I think that everyone has this superpower that you can, you can do, a, do any type of job well. So in the end of the day, it's really your interest and how you package your story, right? Because uh, if you can find a very 
compelling way to describe why you want to switch your role from, for example, from being an engineer to become a more uh, machine learning uh, oriented data science role. If you can find your interest and your strengths to convince, the, you know, whether you're an interviewer or you know, you're a future company, that that's the way you you land, successfully land to the next job. And that same applies to, you know, if you want to move from other roles into PM role. It's similar. So this is really something that uh, uh, I feel which is very important. You do, everyone do have that component out there. You just need to find it. And, uh, you know, in my normal time, what did I do? Uh, you show, so now I have kids, so it's a little bit hard for me to do the same. But the, before I have kids, uh, I actually very proactively participate in different, like a different type of uh, meetup or, you know, uh, a, a conference, this type of events, because I really, I really like to meet people from different, from the same domain that I never met before. That's the way I try to collect the most up-to-date information. So that's really something that I, uh, you know, I encourage everyone to do if you have bandwidth. Uh, now it's a little bit harder for me, but I still try to do as much as I can. Yeah, thanks. Awesome. Th thanks for sharing your journey and uh, very interesting to know what you used to do when you were not working. And in terms of career journey, well said. Um, I think I've not exactly the same path, but um, I was a TPM at LinkedIn and then I switched to senior product manager at PayPal. Now I'm product lead at a startup and pretty much took the similar path like where I was part of data platform team and then data science and then at PayPal. Um, at uh, data analytics uh, PM, and then now I'm uh, anomaly detection PM. So I guess uh, everyone has their unique journey. Um, I think many people I know um, I work with, they are also coming from business background. They need not be tech, and they are more business-focused PMs, and uh, I think there are different career paths that people can take um, to land in a product management job. So with that, my next question to you is, what is it like to be a product uh, manager at Google? Yeah, sure. I think in general, the expectation for PMs are at Google is the same as, you know, pretty much uh, any other companies. Uh, you always expect to be the mix of the, 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 thought, the thought leader of business technology and also design, right? In many cases, it's a, I think that down to the road, it's really the, it's really your daily life will be, you need to communicate with lots, with the engineers, with, you know, end users, with your customers. So I think that I would like to put two more perspective here uh, that can really help you think, uh, how does it look like as a PM, especially at Google? I think the first one is the first important com uh, component is communication. Uh, you know, Google now is a like probably hundred thousand employee company. There are so many organizations, teams, and products here and there. There might be something doing something similar, or maybe correlated to what you need to do or what you are doing. So communication is very important that uh, you need to always trying to talk to new person, trying to learn new things and, uh, you know, trying to not uh, re rebuilding any wheel if you can save some time, some, some of your time, save some of your resources. And the plus, remember that, you know, the person working with you could be 
10 years, 20 years experience at Google and who has PhD in computer science in the past. So really the communication is key. It's, it's just because you need to adjust yourself when you talk to different people. And the second uh, additional component is about analytics. Uh, nowadays, as a PNU, when you make a decision, it's always uh, you know data driven, right? Insight driven. So, not necessarily say that hey, you need to su super familiar with like for example how to write a SQL query or something like that to do the analytics. But at least the viewpoint you you mention or the your when you describe your story, it's always good to have some numbers to back up, and you need to be able to describe it clearly. I think these are the two extra things that I want to bring up. Great. I think those are insightful. Um, I'll pause here and uh, see if from audience anybody has any questions or perspectives to share. Please raise your hand and I will invite you to the stage and you can unmute yourself and talk. Okay, seems like nobody is raising hand. It's a quiet audience. No worries. Um, I'll move on to my next question. Oh, I do see somebody has raised hand. Okay, let me invite you to stage. Yeah, Sri, I invited you to the stage. You can unmute yourself and talk. Hi. Uh, first of all, thank you for so much for organizing this. Uh, the question I had was uh like uh, many people uh like basically whenever we talk about the product roles at google it is usually about uh you know what is the day like at for a product manager at google i wanted to know like uh during the interview stage once you are in the interview stage it is all about how you present yourself and your work right but before that uh are there any, uh, do you guys have any, you know, uh, actionable insights on how you can get to that particular stage of getting an interview? Like there is getting a referral for a particular role or maybe applying for the APM roles whenever the season is up. So what tips do you have uh, for, you know, because there is a very less chance uh, for get for people to get to the interview stage. So any tips for that? Just that was the question. Okay, sure. Uh, thanks for asking the question. So overall, let, let me uh, summarize the question. So basically, uh, if, if there is any from up from my side, if there is any experience or any tips about getting into the interview process, right? Uh, I think. Uh, uh, my my case might be slightly different, but I still want to promote some of the you know some of the very useful tips. Maybe not useful for me, but uh, you know it's useful in general. I think the first one is really uh, the networking and the connection is really important, right? Uh, that can bring you a lots of the advantage. The first one is always with. Uh, for example, now I I know, now I know the Google's hiring process change a bit. Because back at the time when I just got hired, it's still the general hiring process, meaning, you know, most of PMs get into the pipeline of interview and get the same type of interview. And, you know, finally, once you clean up the bar, you get into the team match. I think now it's become more like just-in-time uh, hiring, meaning 
there are only specific openings for specific teams, products, roles. Right. Uh, so, but again, even though you know someone working uh, internally, you still get to know the most current openings uh, and also what type of person that they are looking for, right? Because they are the, you know, the person has the most uh, uh, up-to-date information. And the plus, uh, as far as I'm concerned, for, for most of the companies, internal referral always have higher chance to making sure your uh, in the resumes uh, will be seen by the recruiters. So I think that's certainly very uh, useful. And other than that, I think the, you know, when you're trying to do the recruiting, it's not it's not only just, you know, getting interviews, it's also the, you know, trying to make sure your resume being seen. I think in the end of the day, the mindset is that, that you need to see yourself as your product, right? How you, go, how you are going to package yourself, making sure, if, because every company or every team have slightly different uh, focus. So for example, a fintech company may want to look at the your past experience in this uh, industry versus uh, customer facing heavy PMs or companies, they may be looking for someone has uh, UX design experience, right? So how you make sure the information, because everyone only have one at the, at the most two page of space to put your resume, how to make sure the things you put in your resume are most relevant to the recruiter and the, to the hiring manager is the most important thing during the resume uh, building process. And that that's the same idea applied to when you got really got an interview, the answers you package sent to the interviewers is the same because you only have 30 to 45 minutes at one hour at most for in each interviewer. What are the information you really want to repeat and they want to deliver, making sure the person listen to you, get the same message is the most important goal. Yeah. So I think that's the two quick tips that I would like to emphasize. I know lots of people talking about this, but still, I think these two are the most critical uh, things that can help, help all the you know candidates the most. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to add a few more points. Uh, great points, Nick. Um, I mean, based on my experience, of course, I never worked at Google, but um, been uh, got interview calls. So uh, I think there are a couple of ways you could do uh, that, uh, Sriya. Like if you're early stage, I think so caching your work is very important. If you have done uh, some kind of case study or so, that is very handy. And then as Nick said, like uh, resume is important. Third thing, uh, in addition to networking, uh, I mean, for me, definitely networking helped. Like there were somebody I had worked in the past and uh, they went to Google and they referred, uh, especially with just-in-time hiring. Right now, of course, I'm not looking for a change. Um, however, that is a path uh, that is definitely works quicker um, because then you will be uh, immediately uh, placed in the interview loop. Uh, the other one is uh, also connecting with uh, Google uh, recruiters, product recruiters. Um, so there are a bunch of them and based on the job roles you're interested in, um, you can look up in LinkedIn and then introduce yourself and then they're usually very helpful. Uh, share your work and then um, be in touch. There may, may be a role uh, that may be suitable for your background or may not be, but if it comes up in future, uh, usually I've seen they're very helpful um, and um, they'll uh, definitely work with you to place you in an interview loop. 
Okay, got it. Just a quick follow up. I mean, uh, the tips you guys gave was very, were very good. Although uh, I'm a very early stage uh, graduate, you could say. I graduated just a few months back in 2022. And uh, there is a myth, I guess, that uh, people who have certain years of experience are usually have a higher edge of getting more product interviews, right? So uh, I'll just tell you the process that I'm following right now is basically I cold email people with, let's suppose I am applying at a particular startup. I research on the startup. I build a deck of what how I could help focusing more on the startup. And then I send it to the product manager at that particular startup. So, I mean, uh, is this a waiting game, more of a waiting game? Uh, because I, I'm not getting back many responses. So is this the right way or should I change or should I just keep doing this or any tips there? Uh, I can share some of my thoughts and I believe uh, uh, Madhu Mida also have uh, her opinion. So you can listen to both. I think the first one is that when you talk regarding process, I, I think I I appreciate this uh, process because there are actually limited candidates who are, are willing to do so. So I believe this in some cases can help you to differentiate yourself. But the, when you talk about startup situation, I, I feel like it's a, a little bit more mixed because it really depends on how those star, how different startups organize their interview process. Let me give you some example, right? Because uh, uh, this time when I got an interview call from Google, I decided to, okay, I should uh, I should try to apply a few other companies just you know to make sure my, my mindset, my status is ready. So I also right. try to you know in a, get out some few other interviews. One is from a very kind of fund. I think they are in C or D serious fund startup company. Okay. They actually have super fixed interview process like Google and Meta. Okay. They have because the managers, the, the directors, the directors of that startup actually coming from Google and they have also a few folks coming from Meta. So they organize their interview process super close to these two companies and the super, just too super fixed. It's always product design, product execution, uh, product strategy, the analytics, this type of things, let's say. So I am, because my past experience when I interview startups, they usually, you know, more flex about the interview process. But this is one trending that I notice even at the moment, just because, you know, PN interview process it become more and more uh, uh, familiar and popular for many other companies. They, some of the, even some of the startups start to adopt those you know very fixed format interview process. So it, I, I believe it will become more uh, case by case. I believe there are still some startups you know they are looking for more proactive candidates. They are hoping you to share some of this deck or you know insights to their business model or something like that. But again, you really it's better to have some insider that you can understand, okay, what what what's the, what's their process really looks like and what kind of the candidates or you know attitudes that 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 they are really looking for. Okay, got it. Yeah, I echo with that. Uh, given I'm at a startup, I think uh, based on the stage of the startup, like if it is very early stage, then uh, it's pretty much like uh, they are hiring PMs who can run the show on by themselves they don't need any mentoring or help 
and at that time they are looking for somebody experienced but again it can vary in terms of like if you can look for roles where uh, they are have hiring like junior pms or interns especially um, not so much in the tech side um, then maybe there is a chance for you to enter uh, but that kind of opportunities are very limited so to keep looking for um, but hyper growth startups maybe uh, they are uh, uh, like looking for more resources and they have an appetite to uh, take risk with junior candidates uh, they can probably um, look for so i think your approach of uh, cold calling and trying um, continue doing that i mean uh, one place or other might click and also networking is important like if you if somebody know you and they want to bet on you then that's another uh, way to go for okay i see okay. two uh, hands are raised so uh, I saw Sandeep had raised first, so I will, uh, Sandeep, I'll invite you first. You go ahead and unmute yourself and ask question. Then uh, Srinivas, I will invite you. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Madhumita. Hey, Madhumita and Yungyu. Um, so I'm coming from a DevOps background uh, slash SRE. Uh, so in my current and previous role, I generally work with like product managers, product engineering managers, and then gather the requirements and make sure like I deliver those um, the end users benefit. My question is like coming from this background, how does it, how can I, I land into the product team uh, or maybe like either do, do we have any opportunities in the DevOps side in the product, uh, like maybe like product manager for DevOps or maybe like a full-fledged product owner where you develop things? That, that was my question. Okay, sure. I think the, we can conclude this question into more like how to leverage, you know, the past experience to land to PN job, right? And I can I can use my background as an example. And uh, just like uh, uh, Madhumita mentioned, I think she also have kind of a little bit similar uh, background as well. So I think we, we both are a good example. So overall, when you take a look at my past career path, you can notice I have one very specific focus, which is data. Because I start, although I starting from, you know, semiconductor engine, uh, engineering domain, which is totally not relevant. But ever since I switched to my second job, which is the product engineer at Yahoo, later, second half of my career there is actually data engineer. I start to, you know, find, okay, data is really something that I am super uh, interested. I want to keep invest myself in this domain. So, you know, although I am doing totally quite different things, starting from being a data engineer and the later, you know, data scientist and the later, you know, being the data platform or machine learning PM, it's always around one centric uh, uh, topic, which is data. So go back to your situation, right? There are still lots of the DevOps related products, I believe. There are vendors uh, solutions. There are, and for the bigger company, like for example, Google or Meta, or you know Amazon, there are also lots of the DevOps related products that uh, you know if you want to e maximize your chance to get into the PM role, uh, that could be one possibility that you can think of. And because that's that's very uh, unique uh, domain, require people ever being work working on those things before, right? If you are looking for another person like PM, only have you know, maybe design background, it will be super hard for them to to jump into this position just, just because of the complexity of DevOps. 
versus although you, you may not have PN experience in the past, but because you are so familiar with the process, you can start to help contribute your viewpoint. Oh, actually, you know, as a DevOps engineer, what can really save my time and make my day, day uh, my daily life easier? And slowly change your position to, okay, I used to start thinking things from the engineering perspective. What does that mean from the product perspective? How can I make it more automation? How can I make it more easy to use? How can I make it more easy to assess? assess? You slightly change your mindset to become more product driven, then you know that can really help you get into when you have whenever you've got a chance to have a conversation, you it, it could really help you to uh make this happen. Thanks, Nick. Um I don't have much to add. Uh just uh, with interest of time, we have five minutes. So um Sandeep, any other final thoughts or I uh no, that's it. Thanks a lot, Yung Yu. Um, I'm, I'm just like, is there any coursework or material where we can start like training? Oh, uh, you mean, for example, uh, getting the knowledge about the PM yeah. in general? Yeah. Oh, I think the online education is a good, good place to start. Uh, I, 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 re I recommend a few things. The first one is online education, right? Like Coursera or something else, LinkedIn learning. Uh, those are really great. Uh, I. I strongly recommend the very first uh, class or education you get. Try to find in-person things. So, for example, my, myself, although I have quite a bit of communication uh, uh, with PNs in the past, I still try to find, like, uh, for example, in Beria, there's uh, something called PM school. Uh, I try to, you know, just get into the in-person class first to start with. And then just trying to talk to the coach, the instructors in person. And once I get a, you know, the better sense about, you know, how I should start getting myself uh, ready, then, you know, all the online classes uh, or, you know, the blogs or videos on YouTube or something like that can just, you know, naturally accumulate my knowledge. And I don't have to worry about, I need to go to any in-person class anymore. So yeah, that's just my recommendation. I just wanted to add a few Thank more uh, things to that uh, that might be useful because we have two types of audience like who are experienced, who are technical and non-technical and few people are starting fresh. So I think with if I had to map uh, the journey of uh, your uh, like learning about product management and then finding a job, like there are different things you could do. Uh, first is, as uh, Nick said, I also went to product school to begin with and then that was super helpful i think the instructors are uh, very helpful and in fact after product school i had three offers um uh, so you can definitely if you invest um, you can uh, definitely get into that the second thing is product school teaches you the basics or fundamentals of product right and if you're early stage it works well but if you're experienced and want to gain more and then land in a better uh, jobs like say Amazon, Facebook or Google. I've seen people taking different paths. Like for example, you can do much advanced courses at Berkeley has they give uh, a very nice uh, course, which is called product management studio. I happen to take that. However, won't recommend to do that for first time, something like product school and then doing product management studio will be very helpful. And then, um, uh, and then once you're ready, I think there are a bunch of like interview preparation courses are there. 
they are like tri exponent is one of them and uh, if you're tech trying for technical product role then i guess interview kickstart highly recommend uh, since you are devops background uh, it will be tremendously helpful and they um, their teaching and coaching style is really good uh, to transform your career Perfect. Thanks a lot. That's very useful information. Thank I you. I think we are very close to the time. I, uh, uh, sorry, Srinivas, I probably won't be able to take your question. You can always reach out to Nick um, on LinkedIn and ask your question. Uh, I just wanted to wrap up with a main question that we could not get uh, get to, uh, which is um, Nick. Like, if you can share some of the tips and framework uh, one can use to land a product role at Google. And then with that, uh, hopefully we'll be able to wrap up. And we may run a few minutes uh, late, uh, but hope that's fine with you. Yeah, thanks. I'm totally fine. I still have time, so that's 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 great. And I think how to land the job again. Uh, I think I would like to mention a few things here. The first one is that even though uh, I will starting from you know even before getting a, a resume being screened or getting applied. Even before you are, even you are not looking for a new job at the moment, trying to up, upgrade or refresh your LinkedIn like every once a year or twice a year. Uh, because in my situation, actually, uh, I, in previous conversation, I mentioned that, uh, you know, the internal referral really helps. I do have some experience that, you know, my previous colleagues, you know, trying to help me referral because they think they want, maybe they want to work with me again. But the, the current, my real job, meaning, you know, the real job switch the new for the new job, most of them are actually not through referral. It's pretty much either just, you know, application or recruiter reach out. So I want to emphasize and also align with uh, and the, what Madhumita mentioned, the recruiters are friendly. That's, that's, that's true, especially for, you know, for example, my experience, Google, Meta, and PayPal. They are super friendly. They are super proactive. They will find you if they think you are, uh, you know, the right candidate. So try to refresh those information. Your job in the first, first step is trying to refresh those information as uh, much as possible. So every once a year or twice a year, refresh your LinkedIn. And then once you get the reach out, for example, or you apply, right? Try to make sure the resume, the resumes are has a certain customization for the company. If you really want to work for that company based on the industry, based on the company, based on the role. Uh, every company has slightly different, you know, you, everyone talking about company culture, right? There are certain key terms that uh, will be the, you know, it will become whenever hiring manager or recruiter saw those key terms, they will think, okay, maybe this person is good fit, right? It's not really quantitative measurement, but it's just the, you know, the, 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 the distinct that the people will have. So trying to read the what company website and they're trying to see what are the most uh, you know popular key terms or you know whether it's company culture or whether it's a special skills and trying to add those key terms into the resume. That can help your chance to be viewed and help your chance to be uh, let's pass to the hiring manager. And the next phase is uh, about interview. Trying to uh, unfortunately you know in the past. It's, we always talk about engineers. If they want to get into a big company, they need to do a leak call. Unfortunately, that becomes a situation for PMs as well, especially for big company. If you want to make sure your opportunity to get hired 
as high as possible for like Amazon, Google, Meta, uh, Apple. You certainly need to do some practice, right? There are certainly, there are lots of like interview uh, question framework available. I'm not saying that you need to just use the framework. Framework is a, is a tool to help you make your thought process smooth when you have a conversation. So trying to read those articles that can help you and also trying to get some mock interviews. Uh, people are not machines, so we always get nervous. It doesn't matter how senior you are. So the mock interviews is just trying to help you, you know, have your answer to be more smooth in any time, especially right before getting interviews. And lastly, you know, it's everything about if you are lucky enough, you get multiple offers, how you evaluate offers and trying to negotiate with the recruiters. That's probably not the focus of this session, but you know, it, it, there is always some uh, space that you can also, uh, you know, learn and, uh, you know, refresh your knowledge out there. So I'm stopping here in, in case any specific question. Um, awesome, Nick. Uh, thanks for sharing. Um, I think you talked about uh, the interviewing process, right? And you gave some mm -hmm. tips um, around uh, framework, but framework is just a means of your thought process. But uh, what is the like the key thing that you uh, focused on, like uh, while you were appearing for the interview, and what was challenging, and what um, what was easy, and what preparation that you did uh, to like handle those challenging situation better? Yeah, sure. I think, uh, Madhumita, I think this aligns with you mentioned the PN school will give uh, us some foundations, right? I think that also applies to my situation. Uh, when I when I participate in PN school, I think the two most important value I got is first, it helped me to understand some insider's thought as a PN from instructors uh, about their daily life. How does it look like? The second is they also teach the most foundation, you know, for some, some, some frameworks about how, when you get interviews, how you should go through the thought process with, with your interviewer. What's the most efficient way that you can deliver your message to the interviewers? I think that's a good foundation. So that's the first part. You need, you certainly need to have some foundation to start with that can help you, that can help you get the process more efficient. The second is, you know, Maka interviews I mentioned is really helpful because if you if you don't practice, whatever happens is that okay, you need to think of the framework or some key components first whenever you talk to your interviewer, and that won't work, right? It's totally fine if you say, hey, uh, please give me ten seconds or twenty or thirty seconds to think through. It's totally fine as long as you already have some thoughts in your mind. But it's a totally different situation when you say that and that you need to recall any key components in your, in your framework. It's already different. And the interviews, viewers will tell. So really the market interview is very helpful. Uh, this time, because you know, in the past, uh, this is my second time to interview Google PN role. Uh, I think two years or three years back, that's my first time. So that back at the time I practiced more uh, for the first time. This time, because I already have, you know, the foundation from PN school and also in last time I practiced quite a bit. So this time I only trying to get some like four to five Markdown interviews just to re to bring my muscle memory back. Uh, so I, again, I think these two foundations and the practice are the most critical things that uh, really helped me this time. Nice. 
and last time how many mocks uh, did you take um, this time you, mean you the said yeah for the, last time yes last time i think i tried to do i don't know 15 to 20 around that yes i think i last time i tried to do 15 to 20 in like three months in a short period of time i just tried you know because of time pressure so i did it yeah awesome i think we are way over time um so i would like to wrap up with this uh Thanks for uh, your time and uh, sharing some insightful tips. Hope the audience found it uh, useful. I have recorded. Um, I will share the recording and the insights from this MS session in my monthly newsletter. So, um, and a huge thank you again, Nick, for your time and uh, um, uh, like answering all the questions that audience had and I had. Um, Awesome overall and thanks audience also uh, for listening in and uh, hope you found it useful. Pleasure, pleasure to be here and uh, always happy to connect. Oh yes, for sure. If you want to connect with any of us, uh, you can always reach out on LinkedIn. Thanks yeah. Nick for Have offering a... that help. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Have a nice day everyone. Yep. Bye. Bye.